What's up, faders? Welcome to yet another episode of Godfit in Japan, take two. I'm your host, Johnny. And I'm Tom Tom Tokyo. That's right, Tom Tom Tokyo is here. And today's a very special episode because we have yet again a special guest, Mr. One Man Crew B I E I E H. Hell yeah, that's pretty awesome. Can that be my ringtone? Yeah, it can. When you call me, I'm like, who could that be? Oh, it's One Man he's Crew. He's a wrestler and he's a rapper, so he's used to being on stage. So, you know, he's got that persona, he's got that click click. That's right, that's right, he does. And, Faders, this is uh, Got Fit in Japan, and Got Fit in Japan's about two dudes booze. Japan and the news. That's right, with episode number. 316. 316. Excellent, excellent. And uh, yeah, thank you so much for being here once again, Two Man Crew. Uh, it's it's my pleasure, man. Just um, not too, well, I thought it was a three-man crew. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was, I was seeing if he caught that. <laughs> He's had two glasses of wine. Well, <laughs> it seems like a good idea. Let's uh, let's fuck with the pro wrestler. Uh, yeah, I know. Well, he's already kicked my ass twice, so oh, okay. you, you threw me over your shoulders and shit once, and then like on my birthday and stuff, you slapped me in the chest, and I couldn't breathe for breathe, I couldn't uh, breathe for a minute. I chopped I you in breathe. the chest. It's called a chop. It's, it's called, called a chop. It's called a knife edge chop. A knife edge chop. Made famous by the legendary. Ooh, Ric Flair. Oh, dude. I'm impressed, dude. It was great. It was great. You did it on stage in front of everybody and stuff. I started crying like a little bitch. <laughs> oh, no. You just cried because everybody was singing happy birthday. <laughs> it was a double whammy. Double whammy. Oh, man. Double whammy. Double whammy. And faders, we know, we know what you're thinking, that uh, we're going to start off the uh, episode talking about uh, politics, but... At Cafe in Japan, we don't give a fuck about politics. politics. We're not going to cry like those little bitches. If you want to fucking like listen to a podcast where somebody's talking about, oh, God, Trump and Clinton or Obama, you're listening to the wrong podcast because we're talking about booze and we're talking about news and we're talking about one-man crews. And that's what we're doing here today. Well, so actually, man up, pussies, and act- listen up and get actually, faded. Actually, we do care about politics, but it doesn't fit the show format. It doesn't fit with what we're doing. And if we're being perfectly honest, I'm so sick of talking about it. I'm fucking sick of hearing it. So, like, fucking boom. Like, I'm seriously about to fucking choke slam a motherfucker on concrete. If, for, if anybody asks me what I think about Donald Trump winning the election, I'm just going to seriously just fucking grab somebody by the throat and fucking put him through the fucking pavement, dude. I'm fucking sick of people asking I, me I completely shit. understand that, but, like, you can do that as a pro wrestler and a hip-hopper, and that's, like, that. that's, like, just par for course for you, but for me, being, like, a high school teacher, like, uh, or, or like, you know, teacher in general, like, <laughs> oh, shit, I have to actually fucking explain this shit. <laughs> I didn't explain shit. I just don't give a fuck. I'm here to get faded and read the news and learn about one-man crews. One-man crew, what the fuck have you been doing? And I, I apologize talking like that so no, you can kick my ass. No, I ain't gonna kick nobody's ass. <laughs> he, he's he's a hip hopper and a wrestler. I think he's used to it. I just kick people's ass when I get paid, man. I'm not gonna exert. Don't any... pay this guy. <laughs> Put your wallet away, Tom. <laughs> I'm not gonna exert any energy unless I'm getting paid for it. You know? Don't tempt me, Johnny. <laughs> Don't, so, don't so, tempt me, Johnny. Yeah, man, it just depends on how you deep your pockets are, man, you know, because that's how it goes when you're a pro wrestler brother. Oh, man. <laughs> Actually, I might, I might have to put my wallet away, but it'd be really interesting to see, like, Johnny get his ass kicked right now. Just take it outside. Nah, man, I ain't gonna whip nobody's ass, man. You guys are my friends. So. Oh, sweet. And we're giving you booze. Yeah, yeah you're giving real. me booze, man. You're giving me air time. You're giving me time to plug some shit, which I got an album out, if you ain't heard. 
Uh, these guys know all about it. It's called One Man Crew, I Will Never Quit LP. It's available on Bandcamp at onemancrew.bandcamp.com. And if you buy it, you're going to love it. And if you, I'll go as far as to say this. People, if you buy the album, I guarantee you that I'm as good as, if not better, than your favorite rapper. Otherwise, I'll give you your money back. I wouldn't say that if I were you. Ah, no, no, dude. Like, I, I gotta respect that, man. It's pretty bold words, but if the man's willing to back it up, then let him say it. Dude, yeah. I mean, as the truth is, I'm the dopest. Like, okay. I spit a verse right now and show you, man. Dude, spit a verse. Spit a verse about Captain America. Oh, pick of the week first. All yeah, right, so, so, sorry, sorry to man. Let's not do the, like, uh, let's do the pick of the week. And then we can get into our special guest, One Man Crew. That's right. We're, Let's we're, stop we're, sucking we're, each other's dicks and start sucking down this <laughs> bottle of booze. <laughs> that works for me, man. All right. All right. Pour. Wait, Johnny, I, you're designated pour. I'm designated pour. I'm going to pour it like, like those guys, those French dudes at nice French restaurants. They hold it at the bottom like this because this is a nice bottle of wine. One Man Crew. Can you? Oh, shit. Okay. Don't oh, spill it on oh. Stop spilling on my table. I didn't spill it. Don't spill it on my table. Motherfucking close. I'm close, but I didn't do it close, but no cigar. Enough, for Mafa. Christ's sake, don't spill it on the phone. Oh, yeah. Yeah, what asshole would do that? <laughs> I don't know. Here we go. Uh, there we go. Okay, so you are the guest. So with a big voice, my microphone's right here. Uh-huh. Please tell us what this is. It's called Yamabushi Sai San Nor, unfiltered bottle condition, brewed with homegrown hops and sake rice. Brewed and bottled by Tamamura Honten Company Limited from Nagano, Japan. Holy shit, dude! You dude, d- dude. I, I know. I, I was just about to say that. Like, if those guys don't have a spokesman, like he should be it. Like that was just like. Bam! Yeah, you spot can, on, perfect. I agree. Thanks, you could like bro. karate chop your way into that business. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit, dude! dude so, so this is like, how do you say? This is like from Nagano. It's a pretty rough area. Yeah. Why not have a fucking pro wrestler slash rapper endorse that shit? I could. This sounds fucking perfect. Yeah, he does. Does man, and this this bottle time looks really classy, dude. I fucking hats it, off. Take my head off for you, dude, because this this is, looks pretty fucking sweet. But. You know, we could all, like, uh, talk about this bottle, or we could drink the content. So let's fucking break this shit down. All right, well, let's do a kumpai real quick. Kumpai! Kumpai, shinamade. Ah. Wow, this is really good. Yeah, Pretty it good, is. Man. It's not too Tom, bad. Tom, you know how to pick them. Yeah. Woo! It's a little bit chalky, but yeah. smooth. It's got a weird kind of tangy aftertaste. What do you guys think? Yeah, I would definitely get a check to represent this product. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love the way he says that, man. That's uh, fucking perfect. <laughs> well, both of you guys are really good about advertising and promoting shit and stuff. Like, you're both, like, in the music business. You as well, Johnny. Don't sell yourself short. Well, I do the painting bullshit and stuff. But, I mean, you guys fucking go out there and stuff. But, I mean... Holy smokes, this tastes really good. Oh my god, this is really, is really good. It's not bad, man. It's so, well, 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 we gotta get into describing the taste because, like, I just say, not it's, this is a Japanese brew. Maybe not all the listeners have access to this. Well, so it's pretty good. I I, said, uh, I, w- I, w- I wouldn't be against importing it, man. It's pretty good shit. It's actually yeah. not too... Uh, it's very similar taste to Guinness Draft, I think. Like, it has a... Um, in a way, yes, but it's a much lighter taste. Uh, Guinness is good. I'm not. I would never knock Guinness, but like it's a much lighter, smoother taste. I agree with Tom. It is. I mean, yeah, but I mean, it has that like 
it has that kind of chalky kind chalky, of taste. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. like a it's Guinness, chalky. man. It's I like it. Right. It is dark. It's got the same color as Guinness too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. it's the same texture as well. Yeah, yeah. this is some good shit, man. Okay, well, I'm gonna give it two thumbs up and a dick in the air because this is pretty hardcore. <laughs> I endorse this. I sign off on this statement. I agree. So you got thumbs down, or you get a chub. Or you get one thumb, two thumbs, or two thumbs up and the dick into the air. That's like basically like an A plus plus a blowjob. That's three thumbs. Yeah, okay. Well, in my thumbs. case, that's three. That's two thumbs and a fucking rocket, but <laughs> <laughs> no comment. <laughs> I'm just kidding, but not really. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's that's some excellent shit. So, it yeah, is pretty it good. Is, yeah. What alcohol good. content is this? Eight percent. Oh, is it eight? Eight percent. Wow, I give it two it's thumbs. A, it doesn't quite taste eight percent though, because like the as you say like. It's kind of, like as we said, it's kind of like Guinness, mm. but it's not quite like as heavy tasting. So it's an eight percent, but it's a very smooth eight percent. The aftertaste yeah. does have kind of an alcoholy kind of taste, yeah. but it's very light. It is light. I would fucking hope so because it's a beer. I mean, well, no, I don't want it to taste like vodka though. You know, once beers yeah. get to be like twelve or fifteen percent, it tastes kind of like vodka, and you're just like, ugh. It's better going down than up because of, when you drink beers, <laughs> when you drink beers that fucking potent and shit, and you drink them like beers, dude. You wind up throwing up and shit. Mm, fair enough. Yeah, but no, this is great. Yeah, it's excellent shit. Mm, Wonderful. Okay, so good stuff. So yeah, time. Boom. Yeah, thank. Yeah, no worries, man. <laughs> I live to impress. So boom, back to our man, one man crew. Yeah, I cater uh, to going- faders like arcades cater to space invaders. <laughs> no, I got some. I got some. I've been writing. I've been writing this little. Eight, I wrote like eight bars, and uh, it's basically a kind of a comedy rap. So I want to kind of share this with you guys. There's comedy rap. Yeah, it's just something I've been fucking around with, toying with, man. So we'll, we'll just just think about this for one second, though. Like Tenacious D, a lot of their sounds songs are just like a five minute joke. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's, it's not exactly in, in, in any kind of music. I mean, there's plenty of comedy out there. You just have to find it. Absolutely. Yeah. But is it good though? See, well, that's the question. I'll let you guys be the judge of that, man. So I'm all right. So uh, here's bam, the... spit spit into the mic. All right. Have you ever smoked pot or toke rock at the dope spot and blew your nose and looked in the tissue when it was coke snot? Cause you blow soft and you rotted your nose off and you dozed off and woke up with your clothes off? I hope not. You broke off your prescription for Zoloft and you get drunk and sing worse than Nikolai Volkov. I'm like Ivan Koloff. Piss me off, I'll bite your throat off and beat you with a chain until you're bleeding your soul off. Wow. I don't know if that's comedy. I'm not, I'm not saying it's bad. I don't know if that's specifically <laughs> For Tom, comedy. It's Monday. <laughs> well, it's, it's like the, if you got like a Chris well, Benoit. Actually Tuesday, but yeah. <laughs> if you got like a Chris Benoit type of sense of humor like I do, then okay. it is really funny. Uh, Wait, should I say that on the air? Chris no. Benoit? Yes. Maybe it's too soon. Chris Benoit? <laughs> uh, we can but talk about the situation. They say that man had like a really wicked sense of humor. Like he wouldn't laugh at like any jokes, but like if a motherfucker was falling down the stairs or some shit, he'd be like just laughing his nuts off. Uh, like uncontrollably. Yeah, what? But, like what he did was kind of unfortunate, but like, well, f- fuck it, we could talk about that. Like, um, what is it? Like, what, he killed his wife and child. Allegedly and now. He, allegedly. Al- allegedly now. But like, Elvis is still alive. Yeah. Well, it, it's a pretty shitty situation, but anyway, but, like, uh, when they did autopsy his body, they found that, like, uh, I just say because he had a lot of head injuries and concussions, and, like, his, like, basically his brain was comparable to, like, an 80-year-old man with dementia. 
So yeah, that's what they say. But uh, there's some other shit that uh, they've said too, like that they've seen. There's eyewitnesses that seen Kevin Sullivan leaving the house that weekend, but that it wasn't put in the police report or some oh, shit. Really? Yeah, I, I don't know if you know this, but Kevin Sullivan was. Chris Benoit's wife's ex-husband, oh. and he always said, "I'm gonna kill you someday. I'm gonna get you." Like he was some like supposedly. It's just speculation, but they say that him and Nancy actually worshipped Satan, so they could live their wrestling gimmick. And then like, I don't know, man. I, Wait, I, what? Yeah, I, I, I have not heard any of this shit. But go on. Well, it's some pretty interesting shit, man, because I like talking about it because uh, I'm a really conspiracy theorist type person, I guess, at heart. So um, Chris Benoit was one of my favorite wrestlers, man. So like when he did that, man, my fucking world was turned upside down because most of my wrestling moves, like I, I liked doing the same moves that he did. But after he did that to his wife and kid, I stopped doing the shit that he was doing in the mm, ring. Yeah, you can't do that move yeah, in the bad, ring. It's bad press. Yeah. Like uh Maybe give a little background to people that, like, aren't wrestling fans. Like, I'm not a huge wrestling fan. I just remember stuff from way mm-hmm. back when. Mm-hmm. But, like, uh, I think Chris Benoit was like, I don't know. He made it up to a certain level, but, like, how do you say? I think he was kind of a fan favorite because he was kind of an underdog. He had, like, good stage presence and, yeah. like, seemed generally likable and generally interesting. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if he got, like, a big push from the writers. Well, what happened was, uh, supposedly the story goes like this. The dude was, like, five foot eight. Right, which is really short. Kevin Nash used to call Dean Malenko and Chris Benoit and Eddie Guerrero the m- vanilla midgets because they were vanilla. They were they had no flavor. They had no taste. They were just like had no personality and they were small. So, uh, but Chris Benoit and Eddie Guerrero and those guys they all worked their asses off. They were workhorses. They bust their ass. People liked them just because of their talent. You know, mm. and, 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 you know, they developed their characters when they went to WWE and people actually, the writers and shit actually knew what the fuck to do with them. Mm. And, uh, they weren't getting buried by motherfuckers that were way past their prime, mm. you know, due to politics. So when, well, which is another problem with wrestling. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll stay on top. So, Go ahead. so mm. Chris Benoit, like supposedly this is like this weird conspiracy theory going around that Vince McMahon fucked, uh, Chris Benoit's wife. And that's why. He had a hard-on for Chris Benoit and pushed him, but I don't know if that's true or not. And then there's, like, some speculation going on that, that, Either or be weird. that, that like, uh, Vince McMahon uh, is actually the father of Chris Benoit's baby or some shit, man. Like, there's, like, this what? weird, these weird, yeah, there's, like, all kind of weird conspiracy theories. Could like they, about, like, do DNA testing and prove that? I don't know, man. It might be a little late for that at this point. I mean, it's possible, but, but I mean, dude, there's, like, some weird shit. I, I just, it Sounds like it. it you know... It's possible the dude just snapped and murdered his his family. You know, of course, it's it's that's what it looks like, man. But like, nobody really fucking truly knows like what really happened. I mean, there's there's so much shit that could have happened. Like, it could have been some revenge shit. It could have been some like some Illuminati sacrifice type shit. Who knows, man? Like, <laughs> fuck, he's getting the motherfucker's getting crazy. I thought we were gonna talk wrestling. He's like, yeah, the Illuminati. They're out to get you, all of you. And by the way, I'm watching you, Chris. Uh, that, that, that ought to freak all our fans out that are named Chris. Yeah, I don't know, man. That's pretty fucked up. Well, anyway, so what you been up to, man? We well, yeah, <laughs> you know, have like, to change uh, the topic, but it, I mean, it's, it's, the topic. Yeah, it, it's okay to talk about like you know his, his theories and his thing, but like, yeah, tell us about yourself. Cause you're yeah. a guest, man. You dude. Boom, right here. All you right. got a soapbox so, to promote your stuff. Boom. Go okay, on. so I'm one man crew, the dopest wrestler slash rapper of all time, and I. I'm a street hustling son of a bitch. 
True. You probably see me out in Shibuya near Hachiko statue selling endless, endless stacks of copies of my album. And if you've bought one, thank you very much. I appreciate your support. I'm nothing without you. Uh, lately, i just been hustling like a motherfucker, man. I'm trying to go back home to see my son for Christmas, so uh, I've been working a little extra hard trying to push units, and um, I'm uh, working on a novel with a, a Japanese, uh, it's a fiction novel uh, with a Japanese author. Uh, it's a concept, it's a, it's a one-man crew fiction uh, story. Uh, my, my character is me, basically, and... There's a lot there's of truth. not really fiction. There's, there's a lot of truth. That's the thing is, it's a fiction story, but there's a lot of truth in the story. Could, could we possibly call it semi-fiction? Yeah, it's like it's like based on real shit. Yeah. It's like uh, embellished like a motherfucker, but it's yeah. like based on real shit. You know mm. what I mean? So, like the scientist that gives me the serum, like he's based <laughs> he's, he's based off a doctor that gives me fucking steroids. So man, I mean, uh, I mean, uh, I don't I don't do steroids. Uh. Jesus. <laughs> well, this, this, this dude is a big motherfucker, man. He's big out of his house. Yeah. I mean, I, I grant you, I'm about a head taller. He's about twice as white as me. <laughs> I, I, I thought when he was coming in the door, I, th I thought he was going to have to turn sideways. Oh, man. So, um, I do have to turn sideways when I'm walking in public and there's like people in front of me and shit. I got to fucking, I'm like wading through fucking people moving from side to side. I look like I'm rowing a fucking boat or something, dude. <laughs> when I'm walking in public, dude. It's fucked up. Dude, especially like, wait, working in the places that you're working on the streets and shit. Like Shibuya, there's a billion people. Shinjuku, there's a billion people. Akasaka, there's a billion people. So wherever you go, and you're, oh, it's Tokyo. There's fucking like multi-billion people here. So, yeah. Yeah, man. And like some people try to shoulder check me and shit. It's like motherfucker, I'm not moving. Like yeah. you're you're like you're not gonna move me. Like you're fucking five foot two and 190 pounds. Like mm -hmm. I'm like 280 pounds and like almost six feet tall. So you're not gonna fucking move me, dude. Yo, what's up, Faders? Got Faded Japan has got a new sponsor. Our new sponsor is Gamuso Bar, located in Asagaya, Tokyo. If you're kicking it in Tokyo and you want to get your groove on, get your fade on, you better get your ass down to Gamuso. Gamuso is located in Asagaya. It's about 11 minutes from Shinjuku Station on the Chuo Line. Gamuso has weekly bands, weekly performances. And hell, if you got your own event and you want to hold it at Gamuso, we'd love to host you. So contact Gamuso at www.gamuso.com That's www.gamuso.com That's right, Gamuso has not only beers in the bottle, but beers on tap. We've got every drink you want, so come on down to Gamuso. Gamuso, and if I'm working, tip me. Hey, yo, what's up, baiters? Johnny here. You know I love booze and news, but I also love art. So come on down to thespiltink.com and check my art out. I've got tons of stuff there for you to check out. And I've got paintings, I've got prints, I've got videos. And I tell you what, if you like a painting, I can probably sell it to you. And I tell you what, if I can't sell you that painting, I will definitely sell you a print. I've got prints of all my work. Prints are about 2,000 N each, about 20 bucks. But if you buy two, you get the third one for free. So come on down to thespiltink.com. Yo, and on top of that, I'm looking for commissioned work. So if there's something that you want me to do, I can make it for you. Just check out my stuff and see if you like my style. And if you like my style, I can definitely paint you anything on canvas, paper, whatever. I've done it all. So come on down to thespiltink.com. That is 
T-H-E-S-P-I-L-T-I-N-K.com. TheSpillDink.com. Prepper. You're not going to move this guy. <laughs> Don't even that try. sounds like a fucking great idea. Like, oh, let's fuck with this guy. Dude, he lifted me up over his head like this. Like I was fucking like, like a piece of like wood or some shit. Like a broom, dude. <laughs> Seriously, man. That was pretty fucked up, too, man. I was really scared. He picked me up like I was a household appliance. Exactly. <laughs> now, the thing is, like, recently you went to Korea. Can you tell us about being in Korea and stuff? Oh my god, I love Korea, man. Dude, I love the food. I love the I love the women and the food and the people are so sweet over there, man. Like they're really passionate over there. Like Korean people like have like so much passion. They're not like robots like a lot of Japanese people. Not not Ooh. saying not saying all Japanese people are robots, but like the overall culture is like suppressed. Like the emotions are suppressed and mm. shit, you know what I mean? Like so like in in Korea, they're not suppressed at all, man. They're like really open and like people like want to talk to you if you're a f- they, they see you a foreigner. They're like coming up to you ask them, they like ask me for fucking pictures and shit. They don't even know who the fuck I am. Yeah. I'm just some white dude walking through town and they're like oh shit let's get a selfie with this motherfucker you know <laughs> well, which is by the way a prime opportunity to be like yo have you have you heard my cd you want to buy this and, yeah and i did man and they bought it man so but sounds like, like a good deal for you it is man i love korea i love japanese people too i love this country. actually i love this country more why man oh dude come on man well i mean no no you just said so i'm just curious i'm not saying my opinion because you just said so many good things about korea so i'm just curious why you love this country this country made me man like uh, i would be like i would just still be another independent nameless faceless outlaw wrestler on the independent circuit in bumfuck egypt alabama if it weren't for coming from japan coming to japan and making a name for myself in pro wrestling business man i mean Mm. the japanese wrestling fans love me and i love them japanese people love me and i I love them. Well, not all of them, but some of them, and the ones that do, I love them back. So, shit, man, this country is making me who I'm, who I've become, and who I'm becoming. So, this is my. I feel more at home here than I do in the United States, man. I feel there's more freedom here in this country than I ever had in the United States. I, when I go to try to sell my album out on the street in the United States, I got motherfuckers trying to run me off, calling the cops on me, police threatening him to take me to jail and shit for trespassing. Here, I never have that shit. Nobody ever says anything to me it's perfectly legal to go out on the street and try to if you're an artist try to sell your your product you know it's i love this country with all my heart and soul and i love korea too but between the two of them i have to pick japan but as far as your question about going to korea jesus man like when you're at hyundai beach in busan in the peak of the summer oh my god dude it's such a beautiful place to be uh the weather is perfect the people are so sweet and so kind, man. Like, there's so many fun things to do there. It's just a unique experience, man, and I loved every second of it. That's cool. Like, so, like, a lot of our faders come from, like, all over the world, and they come to Japan to visit and stuff. Do you recommend, like, they go to Korea for, like, maybe a weekend or, like, four days or something? Because, I mean, going from Japan to Korea is super cheap, yeah, you know? Yeah, cheap. I recommend... A couple hundred bucks for a plane ticket. That's right. Yeah. If, mm-hmm. you, if, you can, if you can afford to spend a couple weeks there, I Whoa. recommend that. I That's mean, long. Well, you know, I mean, I'm... I got freedom because of my situation, being an artist and being unhooked from the fucking grid uh, and not dependent on anything or anyone except myself and my art and people that support me. I'm not... I don't have to, like, 
pay like I, I can just move around. I don't. I'm not anchored down to anything. So like I can just go places and so stay. In other words, you're an independent agent. Basically, so yeah. if people like have responsibilities and jobs and mortgages and shit, they're not gonna be able to stay very long. But like I would, I would say if you have the opportunity to stay in Korea for two weeks or lo- or longer, I highly recommend it, and I highly recommend you explore every everything you can explore while you're there because it is a great country full of great people. I mean, I know there's a lot of his bad blood, bad history between J- Japan and and South Korea, but you know, we've talked about that before. I I find it rather unfortunate myself. I mean, it granted, is. like we're neutral parties. We're out. We're mm-hmm. outside. Okay, maybe like by virtue of living here, we're a little bit more biased to the Japanese side. But like, I think in general, I I, I find it really unfortunate because like culturally, uh, trade agreements. There's a lot of good things these you know Japan and Korea could get together and do. But like they're bogged down by history. And basically, we're we're talking about ancient men that are on their deathbed going oh. Your country attacked my country. Fuck you! And it's a bunch of bullshit. Yeah, stuff. come it on. Is. It's like, come on, man. Like, were you alive? No. Were your grandparents? Were your parents alive? No. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> exactly, dude. Like, yeah. I mean, the younger generations, like here in Japan, like what I like about these young kids today. Oh, look at listen to me. I sound like a fucking OG son, fucking grandfather or something. Well, uh, no, these kids today, man, young kids, like teenagers, young twenties people, like coming into uh, maturity. Uh, they're really a lot more open-minded than their predecessors, and I, I really love I that. Definitely think so because I've seen that because I've been in Japan for thirteen years, and I've taught ma- majority. I've taught like junior high school and high school, so I've mostly worked with teenagers. I, I've done like junior college as well, but I've mostly worked with teenagers. But for six years, I've been at a private high school, and I've seen like development, seen like kids getting more open and, like, more willing to ask me questions about, like, America and more interested in studying abroad. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, step by step, mm-hmm. little by little. You know, oh, yeah. good things don't happen overnight. Mm-hmm. Bad things can happen overnight, but, like, you know, good things and some of the good stuff, like culture improving, people being more open-minded. Like, yeah, it's it's getting there. It's good. It is, man. It's, it's a good feeling. Absolutely. It's, it's, especially, especially now when we read all the fucking shitty news and all the shitty stuff going on, like, you know, there's, it's a one little thing I can put in the back of my brain and go, okay, I'm not going to focus on this, I'm going to focus on this. Absolutely, man. Yeah, cheers, dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool, cool. <clears throat> so, what else have you been doing since you've been back in Japan? So, you've wow. been back for about, like, three months now? Two months? Oh, uh, two months, man. I, I'll tell you what, I almost punched a fucking McDonald's manager in the face today. Oh. <laughs> Uh, I went to order, I usually don't eat McDonald's, I hate McDonald's, but I was on the run, I was on my way here, and I was really fucking hungry, so I was like, oh, I might as well just grab a quick bite here at McDonald's. So I'm standing in line, I give this cute little lady, she's really sweet, really kind, really smiling, and treating me with kindness, and uh, when I ordered my food, I ordered two double cheeseburgers, only ketchup, uh, uh, fries, and an apple pie, and a Coke. Well... Uh, when the manager gave me my tray with the food on, I was like, can I please have four ketchups? He's like, you can have two ketchups. I was like, I was like, no, I can have four ketchups. Every other restaurant I go to, if I ever eat at McDonald's in this country or any other country, if I ask for ketchup, I get four ketchups every time. He's like, I'm not giving you four ketchups. I'm only giving you two ketchups. I was like, <laughs> it's, it sounds like he's being an asshole. Because he was, like, well, man. Any reasonable restaurant, they've got a drawer full of them. They're, they just yeah. open the drawer and go, yeah, how many? Oh, yeah. you, you wanted four? Yeah. Here, let me give you six. Just well, fucking I mean, take it. Who I mean, I've, I've, 
I've eaten I've eaten at McDonald's in uh, quite a few times in Japan over the past four years, and every time I ever asked for however many ketchups I want, they always give them to me, right? Mm. So I told this dude, I was like, all right, motherfucker, if you're not going to give me four ketchups, give me my money back. Like, trying to, you know, call his bluff, like, I'm thinking, man, this dude, he's got to be smart, man. He's a manager. He's going to give me the fucking ketchup. Wait, wait, wait. A manager at McDonald's doesn't make him smart. Just because you're a manager at McDonald's. No, I mean, like, being a manager at McDonald's, you're supposed to be business-oriented, business-minded. Like, are you really going to sacrifice? Actually, actually it's right. Like, technically, internationally, they have a McDonald's college for, like, their employees that, like, get promoted. They have to, they do go through some business training and a bunch of this. Gotta yeah. go to college yeah. to become a manager. No, you, you gotta, uh, I'm using college Hamburger University. They do, they do have like an actual like how do you say school they put them through. Yeah. It's called a college in air quotes, but yes, it's called Hamburger University or some shit like. That. Anyway, some shit like that. I'm gonna uh, get my master's. But like, I, I was McDonald's their mascot. <laughs> I'm thinking like, dude, there's ten dollars or a thousand yen worth of products sitting there on a counter. Like, you're gonna give me little fucking five cent ketchups, right? This motherfucker just gave me my money. if that. He reaches in the drawer, hands the money, gets, gives me my money back, man. And I was like, fucking, are you serious? This motherfucker is retarded. Because now I have my money back, and there's fucking $10 worth of fucking product just sitting there. Who's going to eat it? Who's going to buy that? Nobody's going to fucking buy it. Because I specified a custom order. Mm. Who's gonna? Who's just going to come by and order two double cheeseburgers with ketchup only? Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, that's... Not uh, not only ketchup, only no, extra but, but, ketchup. But le- legally, by the law, since since they've already put the food in front of you, like they can't sell it to another person. That's got to go in the garbage. Right. So, like, why yeah, would you it, throw away a, a, a thousand a yen worth of product for over fucking two little five cent ketchups, man? That is fucking whack. Well, that's uh, that's what I refer to as fucktarded. <laughs> I concur. Now, is this just another reason why we shouldn't eat at McDonald's? Is yeah, I think reason? so. I say fuck McDonald's, man. Like they do have good coffee. I, I've 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 not eaten there in a long time, man. If I want a burger, I f- usually go to Freshness Burger. Just nah. For no, for a, like, no, thank you. It's a hard pass, man. For a long time, yeah. I religiously boycotted McDonald's simply because I, it was one of my first jobs I ever had, and I was like, fuck McDonald's. I don't really? want I don't yeah. want your fucking tapeworm fucking chicken McNuggets. <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I, I don't want your fucking pink slime hamburger patties. I don't want your fucking. No, no, no. Well, dude, like working anywhere can make you fucking hate the place. Like I, I, I agree. I, I 100% agree. Dude, I mean, so, but the thing is, like, if I can't enjoy my food the way I want to fucking enjoy it, why am I buying it? Why am that, I paying for it? It's so unusual for Japan because usually Japan, like, I mean, they bend over backwards to make sure the customer's, like, satisfied. Yeah. So that's really yeah. un-Japanese. Let me just ask you a question now. I mean, I, I don't want to sound weird or anything, but, like, in McDonald's in Japan, they do hire a lot of international people, and that's kind of a cool thing that which McDonald's does here. Like there are a lot of Chinese people and people from like other parts of Asia and stuff, like like uh, Bangladesh or uh, any place. Like there's a Russian lady working at McDonald's in uh, in Shibuya for like many years. She's like the oh, Russian really? lady. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I used to go there in the morning when I used to work in Shibuya and oh. stuff. And that's kind of like kind of a cool thing which McDonald's does. So I'm curious. Is was this person not Japanese? Was he from like a culture where oh, like he was maybe Japanese? He was, he was Japanese? Japanese, yeah. Because like maybe ketchup means something different in a well, different l- culture. Let's be honest. No, no, like, oh, we're tomato, gonna, we're... the secret tomato. He wants four secret no, tomatoes. No, I don't know. No, it's just no, it was... no, let's be honest. Maybe the guy was just a dick, and maybe he was po- quite possibly a fucking racist. Probably, man. I mean, I mean like, are we gonna throw the R word around? 
I mean, you know, it's possible. There's no logic. There's. Can you think of a better explanation and a more logical explanation? Because we we've sat there, we've gone through the math, we've gone through the business stuff, and like we all understand this. Yeah. Like, can you think of another? Give me a better reason. I was like two catches. I I was going to say at first he's a dick. He possibly a racist, but I would say maybe he's just a dick. Well, I want to say this. You do have a cross tattooed on your neck, so maybe the guy was a Satanist. And he's like, oh. Uh, but he he didn't see the cross on my neck because it was on. He was facing me from the other side, like on my face. So like, uh, like my, the cross is on this my right side of my neck, and he was uh, like on my left side, so he couldn't even see the shit. But well, I think it was like I I think it was just he he was. Just being a greedy little fucker, like trying to exert some kind of authority, like like he was like greedy for power or have some kind of authority over people. I've got well, power over these ketchups. Well, these are mine. I, I would say, I would say, maybe he was just insecure, <laughs> had a very small penis, and wanted to be like, oh, I'm fucking powerful now. Yeah, yeah. It's like I dude, will make the large gaijin back down and bend to my will. Oh shit! You got a point. You just said that the girl there, the girl that, that was like helping you out was like cutie, right? Yeah, she was. Bingo. That guy had a crush. He's like, hey, baby, get back. I got this. Two ketchups for you, motherfucker. Well, I just made him look like, look like a fucking idiot because it, there was like $10 <laughs> worth of product still sitting and I was like, I got my money, motherfucker. Like, is two ketchups really worth a thousand yen worth of product being wasted and possibly getting punched in the mouth? Like, I don't think so. Taco Bell's down the street. Yeah. Well, there's a, there's a, <laughs> that... I've had that, that, that's happening in work situations, though, there was one, there was one situation, there was a school I was working, uh, there was a school I was working for, and, like, I gotta be, I gotta be honest, like, the, the secretary there was, like, she's a nice lady, but she was dog-ass ugly, and, like, I, I could tell, like, instantly she had a fucking crush on I me, mean, she'd talk to me a little bit in the halls, and then, and then I'd see her walk away, and she would, like, skip, I banged her, she would, like, skip, like, a fucking schoolgirl, I had to, and, like, but, and, anyway, we'll fast forward a couple of months later, but, like, uh, the vice principal of the school really didn't like me, and, like, I, I no idea why, I barely talked to him, I, I barely, inter- bang her. I, I barely, like, interacted with him, but like oh, he yeah, just really man. didn't like it. Then like months and months later, like after she she eventually wound up getting fired for other, for other reasons. Like months and months later, I found out like they, they'd been having it. Like uh, the vice principal and the secretary were married to other people. They'd been having an affair, and like she had a huge crush on me. And like so, the vice oh. principal just fucking absolutely fucking hated me because of that because he was jealous of me, which I never would have fucking touched her. No way in fucking hell. Oh, but like yeah, well, like when, once she was out, like you know, all of a sudden he, he was like my new best friend. He was like super cool with me. Yeah, he's man. like, dude, chicks dig you, man. I gotta hang out. I gotta get some of that jizz. Whoa, <laughs> I got. That was literally the first word, the first uh, job I worked in Japan. It was like, how do you say the principal was an absolute fucking dickhead to me? Oh. He's like, he just fucking grabs me, pulls me into the office, is like, you're a teacher here. You'll be a serious teacher. Why? Well, I... You you must be at work. On time, every day, wow. and you will do your job, and you will not leave her. And we're just like, just fucking read me out. And it was like my first day. I'm like, uh, I'm faded. No, <laughs> no I, was, I was fresh out of college. This is like my first real job. And this guy's yelling at me. I'm like, uh, yes, sir, yes, sir. Yeah, I'll do that. And then, like, fast forward a month later, and like, how do you say the beers get? We were at the company welcome to party, and like, how do you say beers start getting cracked open and blah blah blah. They start asking me questions. They wanted to see some of my pictures. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm hanging out. And, like, you know, every picture is a different girl. Like, pictures on your phone? Yeah, Dude. pictures. Never pictures, do this that is, with the boss. This, this is before the smartphones. But, like, and then, like, he, he gets all fucking interested. And he goes, Sensei, how many girlfriends do you have? Uh, right now, I think three. Maybe four. It's, it's debatable. <laughs> and he's like, 
<laughs> he got this fucking look on his face, and he's, he's sitting there, he fucking kowtowed, he bowed to me, and he goes, I am, I am old, and I'm divorced, and I'm lonely, please teach me your ways. <laughs> and all, all of a sudden, like, boom, he was my new best friend. Mitsuya Liquors. Yo, what's up, faders? If you're in Asia, if you're in Japan, if you're in Tokyo, if you're in Asagaya, you better get down to... Mitsuya Liquors. That's right, for the most affordable prices in Japan, you can get over 300 different kinds of beer. That's right, over 300 different kinds of beer. And of course, they got all the shochu you need, all the sake you need, and of course, they got wine from California to Italy, to France to New Zealand. They got it all. When I say they got it all, they really, seriously, got it all. There's no joke about that. So get down to Mitsuya Liquors. And if you go in there and you say, got fit of Japan, you will be more than welcome to go into their back room and drink those beers that you just purchased. That's right. Got fit of Japan at Mitsuya Liquors. And three times a week, they have a sushi chef there. So get your sushi on, get your drink on, get your fade on, and come on down to Mitsuya Liquors, located comfortably in Asagaya, about five-minute walk from the station. Mitsuya Liquors. Yeah, yeah. And there's like, the end, huh? That's yeah. it. Well, I mean, it goes... Yeah, well, want to come to work late? No problem. Want to leave early? No problem. I so mean, for him, it was like Harry... Want to take Sally, a sick but... day? No problem. <laughs> It goes both ways with these shrimp dick jealous motherfuckers. Like, either they're really fucking jealous and try to cock block you or horn in on some shit, or they're like, hey, I could learn a thing or two from this guy. I mean, like, it just goes, it could go either you way. You get four catch ups. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How do you do your magic? What's the move? Yeah, personally, like, in, in, in my situation, if I was the manager, but like, you want four catch ups? Yeah. It's easy. Boom. Yeah. Here you go. Cause- oh, you sure you don't want six? Who? Because who? Fucking cares, right? It exactly. McDonald's. It's a McDonald's manager. Have it your way. So. Come on, man. Oh, that's Burger King. Burger Still, King. Man. Yeah. But I mean, they had the saying here in this country: "Customer is king." So, like, no, you, like Johnny no, was no, saying, that's, that, that's wrong. The customer is God. The customer is God. They yeah. say that Osama. Yeah, they actually, they, yeah, they actually oh, have, by the way, Osama means God in Japanese. No, I thought it was Kamisama. Yeah, sorry. Kamisama. 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 I mean, it means the customer is God. And, like, uh, generally speaking, the customer service here is pretty good. Pretty good? It's yeah. amazing. In, uh, at restaurants. Except for at McDonald's. <laughs> we, we, we can debate and nitpick it, but for the general, I'd say it's pretty good. Like, especially at uh, bars, restaurants, it's really good. And these people will bust their ass. They'll try to, try to like, at most places, some exceptions, at most places, they'll bust your ass and try to make sure that you're a customer, you have a good time, you like the place, and you come back. And they're not looking for tips. Yeah, like they, they they don't tip. Yeah, they just bust their nuts like yeah. an ass and ovaries trying to give you good service. because yeah, I mean, in their in their their pay their salary or whatever that is included. Like they're paying them in this society. It's not a tip. Uh, they're not they're not working for tips. They're working for money. They're working for a salary or whatever. Mm-hmm. They're working for their fucking whatever they get paid. So mm-hmm. they 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 pay them more than like we make people who make in America or, or other Western countries uh, because they don't get tips and they mm-hmm. don't expect tips. Mm-hmm. But that to me like. I respect that even more that they're busting their ass just because it's part of the job rather than trying to like impress people to get money from them. You know? I, 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 I do as well. Although I, I will say like uh, with a couple of services, uh, taxis, moving services, and definitely some bars where I've got excellent service. 
I'm just like, I give them some extra money. I'm just like, yo, just just fucking keep it. Yeah. They're like, they're like, are you sure? I'm I like, do that too. I'm like, I'm like, no, you gave me good service. You fucking deserve this. Yeah. Like, I know the price is this, but guess what? You get more. Yeah, I do that too, man. If they're if they're really bust their ass and impress me, I do that all the time. I always give people tips because I know. I know how hard it is, man, trying to make it, especially working for somebody else, man. Mm. Like when you're working for a company or somebody else, it's like fuck. You have a, a, a you have a like a, a a cap on what you can do in your life. Like mm. that's why, like, I found a, I devised a way. Like I invested in myself. I invested in my my product, my 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 music, so that I could free myself from that. So that I can, like, my music is my freedom. And and I I encourage anybody that's out there working to try to invest in something in yourself that you can use to to get even farther ahead in life or free yourself from I, I do as well man you can see several thousand dollars of electronic equipment sitting absolutely. over there in my DJ deck so absolutely um yeah i'm i'm 100% agree with you like absolutely get out there like you know don't be a fucking pussy don't don't go to a job every day that you absolutely fucking hate like you know try try to think outside the box try to find a different way which i think you're really good at and, like, I, I think you've done a really good thing. So, but, like, I, actually, do, do you remember what the first time I met you? I mean, can I tell this story? Yeah, sure, buddy. Um, so planned, 1992. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just I was, I'm just sitting at the, the time and place. Sorry, sorry. I was nine years old, dude. <laughs> My nuts hadn't dropped yet. And this is where our story uh, began. Like, <laughs> I was, uh, it, was, it was kind of a weird situation for me. I got booked last minute to play at a party. Well, I... I got booked last minute to play at a party in, like, uh, one of the clubs in Shibuya, and, like, I was there, like, I only played for 30 minutes, but, like, they had a guest DJ over from Canada, and, like, basically I slipped him a business card, made a little conversation, then, like, I went to another club, but, like, anyway, the guy mailed me, like, two days later, he's like, hey, man, I'm free, I don't know Tokyo very well, you mind showing me around, you got time, and I had, it turns out I did have time, so I was like, yeah, sure, dude, I don't, I don't mind tour guiding you around, so, like, you know, I took him around, like, Shibuya, a couple different places, and, like, I was like, okay, dude. We're going to do one of my favorite things in the entire world. Streaking! Gonna... <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Other than that. Masturbation? <laughs> sorry, Other than that. <laughs> Dude, I'm just chilling, getting faded on wine and shit, man. <laughs> no, nah, but like, uh, well, so I was like, I took him, we, got, we went to the convenience store, we got a bunch of beers, and we just sat in front of 109. Oh, dude. And just wa- wa- watch all the fucking hot pussy roll out of there. There's so many hot girls. And I'm just like, yep, this is what I do. <laughs> so so anyway, we're si- we're sitting there. And like, this dude rock- kind of rocks up. And he's like, hey, man, I'm a hip hopper. Like, you know, I got the CD. And he's, he's trying to sling him. But like, how, how do you say? Like, personality-wise, he made a good impression. I was like, ah, okay, I don't, I don't mind giving this dude a thousand yen for his CD. Like, that's cool. Thank you, bro. Yeah, well, well, you made a good impression. Like you know, if I thought you were some sketchy dick bag, I'd have been like, dude, go away. Well, I just be real with people when I'm talking to them. I'm yeah. like, my name's Anthony, bro. I'm from Alabama. I'm a pro wrestler and a rapper, and uh, I'm out here because of this and this and this, and I'm doing this and this and this, and I'm trying to sell my album so I can survive and save money for this or that. Like you know, and I just be real with people, and people can relate to that, so they. They feel like, oh, I'm comfortable supporting this guy. So I appreciate you, bro. I appreciate you seeing the fire inside of me to, 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 that you could actually trust me and believe what I was telling you and that you were perceptive enough to know that I was real and that you you blessed me from your heart, man. I appreciate you. Well, I, I was going to say, like, I'm not that into hip-hop, but I was like, man, 
I'll give this dude a thousand yen for just for the sales pitch. <laughs> and I was like, you know, because I, I, I don't remember exactly what you ah, said. I remember what I said. I okay. said, do you support independent artists if they don't suck? And if they have a positive <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, fuck yeah. I was like, hey, I'm an independent artist. This man is speaking directly to my soul. <laughs> yeah, that's what I say to people. A lot of people, I'll be like, excuse me, sir. Do you support independent artists as long as they don't suck? And if their music is for po- is positive and meaningful, and if it's for a, a noble and worthy cause. How can you say no to that? Yeah. How can you, so he's like, well, no, because I'm an asshole. <laughs> well, I guess not, so. Right? Not not only that, just like listen to the way he said it. This guy, this guy's got like you know, he's smooth, well spoken, and he says it with pure fucking confidence, like straight from the fucking heart. Like I, I, I agree. Like yeah, you can't say no to that. I was like, boom, sold. <laughs> and a lot of people do say no. They're like. Usually I do. That's really unfortunate. You know, I mean, but it's like for circum. Most of it's circumstantial, though. Like some some people are like, yeah, normally I do, man, but not today, man. I don't have any money. Or uh, you know, when they say that, they usually do have money. They they have money. They have money, but they probably have like a like a small amount, like that they've budgeted for certain events that are going to happen like within the next day or so so i mean if they if they're not able to they're not able to but sometimes people that aren't able to they still support me just because they're like oh hell yeah holy shit man yeah i'm gonna help this guy because he's fucking at least he has something to offer he's not asking for a free handout or some shit but you'd be surprised how many people tell me no the people are like I'm sorry. I'm like, no, actually, don't be sorry. You don't have to be sorry. There's other people that do support independent artists. So uh, if you're not one of them, it's okay. <laughs> this, is, this is a fucking good attitude. It's just like, yeah, they said, no, psh, next, go, you know, yeah. keep moving forward. And That's a good attitude. But I, I did want to say this, uh, say this. We can't stress enough, like, you know, you, you going out there and doing, like, the legwork and doing, like, how do you say, meeting and greeting people, like, <laughs> That's a good thing. That's a very positive thing. Like, so in your case, like you're a hip hop artist. I'm a DJ and I'm, I'm very involved in like the, you know, the techno scene. And the, the other guy I was with, like, he's an international DJ from like Canada, but he's got events all over the world. So right there, you just talked to two people that were involved in the music uh, industry. Yeah. Now, it's not quite our style and we can't really book you for any gigs, but like imagine like, you know, just flip, you know, if, what if we were just, you know, more into hip hop or what, what if this, like you never fucking yeah. know. But, yeah. you know, you're going out there, you're doing the legwork, you're taking all, you know, a million chances, and, like, just go, 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 go. That, that's a good attitude, man. The thing that's... is, uh, thank you, brother. But the, the thing is, man, is the only limitations one has are the limitations they place on themselves. Your blessing is out there. You just got to go reach for it, man. Like, it's not going to come to you. You don't know who you're going to meet. You're, gonna, you're not going to know who these people know. Like, for example, just two days ago, I met, like, one of the most famous model, singer, and actresses from <laughs> Thailand. On, leave me alone. Really? Oh, Thailand, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but like, for real, damn. dude. Like this, you gonna do the swimsuit competition, Johnny? This, this <laughs> lady, my gut, hell yeah. Now this lady from Thailand, her name is Marsha Iris, and she is really, really sweet, so kind, and re- really beautiful lady. And I, th- I don't know who the man was that she was with. Maybe it was her husband. Maybe it was somebody. Uh, she's no, brother, brother. Just say it's her brother. I don't know, man. But anyways, uh, I told them I was telling them like my my pitch and like what I'm doing, like. 
like, I, I, I'll just go ahead and say it. I'm trying to save money to surprise my son for Christmas because uh, he hasn't seen me and I haven't seen him for like almost a year. So I, I told this lady that and she bought my album for, for 2000 years, like 20 bucks, which is actually the full price for the album, but a lot of people can't afford that. So I do accept less from some people. Not, now you're making people feel bad because I only gave you a thousand. Yeah, I was bro. like, if you would ask for two, I was like, man, sales pitch, boom, done. No, it's all good, man. Like, I, I you told me you were a DJ, bro. So, like, uh, people, as a professional courtesy, like, for people that do music or entertainment, I always just tell them 1,000. Mm -hmm. But, um, anyways, this lady, like, gave me, like, 20 bucks for the album. And then, like, her and the dude were, like, talking, speaking in Thai, like, and they were, like, asking me a bunch of questions. Because they are like, how can we trust you? I was like, well, you can look into my eyes and listen to my voice and you can tell I'm telling the truth. And they're like, yeah, you're right. Or they could just Google you. And, and like, so, like... <laughs> you got a smartphone. <laughs> basically... How can I trust this guy? Basically, like, all, when all was said and done, after I answered all their questions and they saw that I was genuine, they gave me an extra, tw uh, like, 10,000 yen. Like, 100 really? bucks. Oh. Yeah. And, uh... And I guess they did trust you. Yeah, yeah. So like apparently so. What what blew my mind about it was like when I found out who the lady really was. Like she was like, "I'm my name is Marsha Iris, and this is my real name." She wrote down her information. She's like, "We can be friends on Facebook and Instagram and all that." So like I'm like, "Yeah, sure, okay." And she's like, "You want to take a picture with me?" I was like, "Hell yeah, I want to take a picture with you, but I don't have a phone right now." She's like, "Don't worry, I'll, I'll we can take it on my phone and I'll send it to you." I was like, "Cool." So then I I go back to uh, the computer I used for the internet and I'm looking this lady up and she's like in all these makeup uh, ads like you usually see people like Halle Berry in or some famous actress yeah. in America yeah like but it's in her country you know like for the same product it's like oh holy shit like this lady's <laughs> for real like really a famous person then I saw like how many uh, followers she had on Instagram and all that. I was like, wow, I can't believe this. And I'm looking at her Instagram pictures and she's in the studio and shit. And she's like on these movie sets and like all these advertisements and shit and her modeling photos. And I'm like, wow, holy shit, this lady has my album. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so like you just like just goes to show on the subject where we're talking about. It's, you you never know who you're going to meet and how yeah. blessed you can be. Like, like, I think I believe in God and I think God has people in certain places, certain times for certain reasons. Like, for example, me and Johnny were walking here to do this podcast and we possibly saved a little boy from getting hit by a car. When you say we, it was you. I was eating a sandwich. <laughs> yeah, but uh, you planted the seed in my but mind by saying he's not just a rapper; he's a role model. But yeah, you, that's but, right. But, he's a good guy. But you put different levels. But you planted the seed in my mind. Like, that, that kid's gonna get hit by a car. Watch this. No, that's what you said. Like <laughs> when you said when you said you were like, I don't want to see no Mad Max shit happen. <laughs> you oh, yeah, he's, he's riding a big wheel down the street, and his mom was like trying to run and keep up. I don't know what's up. Yamato that fucking. Oh really? Yeah, it's like that, like semi essentially. Dude, it was like fucking pet. Cemetery and shit, dude. Like, yeah, you know, that could pr turn pretty bad pretty fast. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm saying her, his, his mom was like 20 or 30 yards away trying to catch up Side with him. And I was like, I was like, dude, little dude, stop, stop, <laughs> dude. The kid just stopped, like ghost face, like <gasps> <gasps> this big monster of a dude shows up with tattoos, is like. Don't move. He didn't move. He's just looking up. Didn't move at all. He's like looking up. Big guy, like. Aww. Are you Jesus? <laughs> <laughs> but look, look at the dude. He's, he's got a pretty interesting look. He's got a pretty interesting uh, personality. I think he'd be open to some acting. Maybe a couple action movie roles. He's like a big fucking tough dude. Yeah, like he's like, Bob stop. Sapp. Don't move. 
Bob Sapp. Bob Sapp. It was so funny. Like the mom was like, "Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you very much." I was like, "Oh, don't thank me. It's okay. It's nothing." Thank the guy with the sandwich. I probably scared the shit out of the little guy. (laughs) You did. You just stopped. Better. He maybe has an accident in his pants than rather on the street. <laughs> I agree with that, hands down. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, on that note, we do have some news. Well, oh. actually, can, can, I, can I ask you one more question? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah sure. I want, I want to talk to you a serious question. Like, uh, how do you say, like, uh, wrestling gets slammed a lot because, you know, it's quote-unquote fake. It is scripted yeah. stuff. But, okay. like, it we, is. But we, we are talking about professional athletes pushing their bodies to limits, and there are some pretty harsh injuries. We've all seen The Wrestler, dude. You get fucked up yeah. doing that shit. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. if, if you're a professional athlete, how do you say, like, well, if you're a wrestler, you're an athlete slash entertainer, but, like, mm-hmm. if you're an actual professional wrestler, I mean, sometimes shit goes wrong, or, like, so, sometimes sometimes they go off script, script, and believe it or not, these guys actually don't like each other. Sometimes, actually, you know, the blows are fucking real. Really? Yeah. Well, yeah. it's rare, but... That's no bullshit, but I want to... I want to ask you because like I've seen I've seen a lot of negative and guys like oh wrestling's fake those guys are fucking pussies they're just big fucking beefcakes. Wow. Yeah, but it's like yeah yeah go say that to a guy's face. But like I, I wanted to ask you about like some of the, some of the stuff you've seen because you, yeah. you you've told me earlier like you've had you've had some injuries and it looks yeah. pretty fucking rough. I mean like two like three hundred pound dudes just fucking throwing each other around mm-hmm. like shit could easily go awry. Well, originally. I had some neck issues. You were telling me, like, sometimes people take liberties and shit, and that's true. Uh, I I actually, there was a dude that's about seven feet tall and outweighs me by about 30 or 40 pounds. Damn. uh, uh, I pissed him off, like, uh, backstage. Johnny, he could pick you up with his pinky. And uh, He's already done that. (laughs) And I'm not going to say his name. It's it's a very well-known, well-publicized incident that happened, but... Hulk Hogan? No, 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 no. Uh, <laughs> no, nah, but he he really was a made a name for himself in the WWE and in Japan. And uh, then when he was kind of like on his uh, when his when his uh, career was waning, I I started to uh, work with him a lot. And then like one day I was doing a show in this area where I was starting to get a lot of publicity, and I was like, brother. If you're going to go over, if you're going to win this match, I want to at least do a, a a sequence of moves that makes it look like it's possible for me to beat you. So he took exception to that, and then the promoter, he had some beef with me over, over some money. This sounds kind of shitty because, like, oh, sorry, sorry to cut in on your story, but, no. like, um, how do you say, when I'm DJing, like, how do you say, it's a team sport, so I do try to talk to the other, other artists and try to, like, work something out that seems reasonable. Mm-hmm. So, like, it seems to me, in, in your instance, like, you had a reasonable request to make it, like, I don't know, interesting or at least work with another artist, as you say? Well, just, you know, it, it can be perceived, like, it's all about perception. And that's what he told me, like, after he beat the shit out of me in the match. Like, uh, t- he perceived me as just, like, some nobody, no-name fucking job boy never will be fat little shit that can't even fucking work. But the truth is, he didn't realize who I would become very shortly after that. Because I, I knew, I had a feeling in my heart that I was going places and I was doing things, and I did. So, I, I did a lot of shit at, since then. Well, but, you, but, sorry, sorry, even if you didn't, professional courtesy, respect, man. 
Well, that, that, that dude was playing fucking wrong. Even if you never went anywhere, even if that was your last fucking match ever, like mm. the dude should respect you more. And well, he did. Were... He he he's apologized to me since then. And oh, told, okay, okay. He, he well, told that me makes it be- a little bit better. He was like, I was wrong for doing what I did, and uh, I respect you now because you're you're a true warrior. If you go to Japan making a living for yourself in wrestling, and and you know you go over there and you, and you can hang with those guys you're a true warrior man and, and I, i'm mm. what i did was unprofessional so he apologized wow. to me and we buried the hatchet man but uh just to answer your question yeah like that that incident actually is what started my neck issues like i actually need neck surgery man and i can't afford it yeah. and i've what i do is i'm using all the money i'm saving money like in my paypal account for the neck surgery it's going to cost me about five thousand dollars uh, but that's not that. I mean, it's cheap here in Japan. Like compared to the United States, the same surgery costs about twenty grand. Dude, it's but, so much cheaper here. But like, what I want to say to the faders out there is, if you make a donation to my PayPal account, and I don't care if it's fifty cents or twenty twenty dollars or whatever. I don't give a shit how much it is. If you if you donate to One Man Crew O N E M A N K R U One Man Crew at Live dot com at PayPal, I will email you my album, like, just for any donation, like, because that money's going towards my neck surgery. Okay. Uh, right, say we, that we, again. We, yeah, we're not, we will definitely, we'll, it'd be easier to put a, put a link at the bottom. You always say that, and I always forget. Here, just say it one more time. I'm, I'm joking, I always do it. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, if you... Fuck, all right, you're taking care of the techno shit that's on you. Uh, it's, hey. um, uh, well, it's, you, uh, go to PayPal, like, you can send money, like, you can PayPal your friends and stuff, just send money to friends or family and just send what it can be it can be 10 cents it can be ten dollars it could be a thousand dollars i don't care how much it is but if you send it to one man crew at live.com o-n-e-m-a-n-k-r-u at live.com l-i-v-e i will email you my album and the artwork plus some bonus tracks that are unreleased just for, just for supporting me because like i'm saving basically my paypal account is my neck surgery fund so uh, I'm gonna save the money, and once I I, I get over five thousand dollars, then I'm gonna take that money out. I'm gonna have my mom take it out. I'm gonna send it to my mom, and she's gonna she's gonna wire me the money, and I'm gonna have the neck surgery. Damn, you're gonna have it in Japan. Yes, I'm gonna. Can I visit you? This is a fucking hard. <laughs> well, it's a fucker. It's actually it's gonna be the laser neck surgery. So I'll walk what? I'll walk out of it like I'll. Oh, I'll, is that I'll, a patient? Yeah, it's that sounds, sounds pretty all right. Yeah. 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 Whoa! So look, I, 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 I did meet. Yeah. I did meet once in Tasuichi. I met some uh, rather big dudes, like kind of bulky and like a lot of tattoos. I started talking to them. I was like, like how do you say, like you, you know where Tasuichi is, right? I'm not, I've never heard of it. Oh, oh, really? He's never really a drinker. He's drinking tonight. Oh, really? He, like, he didn't take any of his like pain medication oh, because really? he wanted to drink with us, dude. Oh, that's unfortunate. Dude, and by the way, you just drank a fucking full bottle of wine. <laughs> And and a couple of beers. So well, uh, anyway, this is this is a uh, three hundred yen standing bar. It's uh, off Hachiko down Sentagai, and this is actually where I met Johnny for the first time. But like occasionally going ago, yeah, twenty yeah, like fucking twenty years ago. But like yeah, occasionally there's, there's some big bulky dudes and like how do you say the rugby players? So like you know, I was in there drinking one night. It was a song. the guy with the blonde hair or the guy with the dark hair. Dark hair. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. I know that guy. Yeah, right. yeah. I, I, start, I start talking to some random guys, and I was like, hey, man, you must be a rugby player. I start ch- chatting away. I'm like, no, I'm a professional wrestler. I'm, Come on, dude, you're a rugby player. And the guy goes, no, seriously, I'm a pro wrestler. He fucking pulled his ID out, showed it to me, and it actually said in Japanese, like, professional wrestler on it. <laughs> I was like, 
That's pretty badass. What's his name? I oh uh, dude, I don't it was years ago. I don't remember the guy's name, I'm sorry, but like yeah, I actually like talked with some of these guys and they were like, Hey man, if you can't make it in America, you come to Japan and like but like as some of the stuff you're talking about, it's much more hardcore here, but like you can get you well, can get some that's true. if that, you work hard. What what it is, man, is like if if you can't make it in America, you can step above those motherfuckers and just step around them and just come here and make a name for yourself and then all of a sudden like motherfuckers are like riding your nuts back home because they're they're marks for Japanese wrestling. They mm. love fucking Japanese mm. wrestling. So when you when you go back, they're like, oh shit, he was there hanging with these dudes that will beat the fuck out of any wrestler. Mm. Like they see you in the ring with somebody that will just fucking hand you your ass in real life and mm. you're fucking beating the shit out of them. Then like it's it's like it's it's all about perception. Mm. So, so well, you're a performance artist, man. Like I am I am as well. It is. Yeah, man. Dude. There's there's behind the scenes and there's the fucking real deal. But perception, yeah, it's a big and, deal. Well, and here in ja- Japanese wrestling, sorry, John, I, I gotta I say know, this. Go Japanese wrestling is like ten times tougher to do than regular independent wrestling or or do- even WWE because mm-hmm. like. When I went back to America and worked an independent show, I, the dudes that I was working with, they were scared to work with me. They were like, nah, they wouldn't let me do my shit, man, because they were like, let's just keep it Memphis. You know, like, let's do the old school shit, because these people, like, that's what they expect. It's like, nah, dude, like, yeah, I want to... Let's wear Speedos and tickle each other. I want to give, I want to give these people, like, something they haven't seen. Like, I want to, like, make some shit that, oh, the rest of these matches sucked, but this match was some real shit, like... But people are fucking... American independent wrestlers are fucking pussies, dude, because they never wrestled in Japan. They don't understand. Like, it's 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 a work. Japanese wrestling is tougher, and yeah, it hurts more. There's more pain associated with it. But it's, they we hit hard, but in safe places. It's controlled violence. Mm. Like, it's to a point where, like... It, it, it makes a lot of noise, and you walk away with little bumps and bruises and red marks on your chest from getting chopped, but... At the end of the day, dude, it's just like any other pro wrestling product. It's a work. The outcome's predetermined. We're cooperating with each other. But. I, I think in general, in Japanese culture, like they're really hardcore about everything. There, there are, there are, there are very few, like how do you say, casual fans of anything. Yeah, like if, if, if you're into wrestling, if you're into music, doesn't matter, man. Like they're fucking hardcore, passionate. It's like you know, there's first and there's fifth and there's nothing in between. Yeah, that's yeah. definitely true. All right, yeah, it's especially about wrestling, but yeah. I, I guess yeah we're gonna we're gonna go on like yeah dude I, I could talk to this dude more he's a fucking interesting dude I know dude, I know but I, like, dude uh, I would love to but I mean you gotta leave in like what two minutes why don't you have me back on next week man <laughs> I guess we could do that there's nothing wrong yeah, you know what or, why the fuck not we don't have anybody booked yeah okay we'll do that again next week but okay so we gotta fucking like end the show now but alright before we do that just to show that wrestling is not fucking fake and for pussies and shit. I think that you should fucking like karate chest chop Tom. <laughs> Tom's down. I'll, yeah, dude. I'll All right. I, it's happening. I, 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 I might birthday. regret this, but okay. Yeah, take off He's the rings. Take his rings <laughs> off. His rings off. <laughs> dude, you gotta you, take you off should, your shirt. Okay, okay, okay. You should probably get a video of this. <laughs> All right. You gotta take off your shirt, dude. Suck oh, in your gut. Dude, I gotta flash my big flat. That beer belly? Oh. Dude, I did in front of all of my friends. <laughs> I'm not going to be one up by you. This is why. This is the only reason I'm allowing you to... Okay, all right. We, gotta, we have a video. We'll post it on the fucking show. All right, cool. How should I like this or like this? Uh, maybe the, this. Hold, hold it widescreen. 
Now, right. you know, that's the best, most yep, professional there we go. way. All right, cool. Is it recording? Yeah. It's recording, man. So here All it goes. right. Oh, this All is right. a camera. All right. Let's it's make recording? some noise. Wait, be gentle with me, baby. Okay, so, like, I'm going to tell you. Wait, like, this is recording, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's recording. All right. So, so this is what you want to do. You want to take a huge breath. Uh, actually, hold on. And you want to pop. You want to. Motherfucker. God damn it. <laughs> oh, Not dude. my day. Right, get the fuck out it of doesn't room. hurt as bad if you do the little trick I'm about to teach you. Uh, I, th I, I think I've taken a few hits. I think we've had enough drink I'm on the. So, alright, so. So, this right, go ahead. Take a huge breath and puff your chest out. No, 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 you like a man! Hold your breath, man, and open your chest. You gotta open up the chest. That's the secret about taking a chop, dude. Okay, otherwise, so, you, like, otherwise, it'll knock your fucking breath out, dude. Yeah, I'm you, telling you. Okay, so. You want me to hold my go and puff my chest just, out? Just puff you, like, like, you know, like you're walking up on somebody, like, what's up, motherfucker? All right, all right you ready? I'm good. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> ready? Oh, oh, dude, whoa. I definitely felt that, man. <laughs> yeah. But I, actually, there was, was good performance, like, yeah, that sung a little bit, but, like, how do you say it? That fucking sound, the way, the way it looked? Oh, the sound uh, Or maybe the video, like... All right, fuck it. All right, one more, one more. This side. All right. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Dude. See, I, now and now I have a newfound respect for wrestling. Dude, you Thank got you. two red marks in your chest, dude. And that's yeah, what my chest mean. looks like after a wrestling match here in Japan. So I mean, this is every wrestler knows this. If now he said he said he has a newfound respect for the wrestling business. When people actually take a fucking chop, they're going to learn the respect for the business because it ain't all bullshit. It ain't all... Yeah, it's predetermined. It's entertainment. We cooperate with each other. But the pain is fucking real. And shit happens. We get injured. We get fucked up. For real, bro. <laughs> Thank you, man. I'm sorry right. about that. Oh, dude, don't worry about it, dude. Thank you no, so no, much. no, 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 no. Yeah, you have my permission to do that, so, like, you know. Yeah, back. dude, look at that shit. Fucking <laughs> Motherfucker looks like the continent of Australia. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a good, that's a good one. Uh, uh, I, I swear I'm going to lose this beer belly. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, everybody says that. Yeah, you got to fucking... <laughs> Oh, dude, awesome, right. man. Dude, that's fucking great. I gotta put the rings back on now, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't hit people with the rings on, man. <laughs> yeah. Thank God he took them off. That would have cut me up pretty bad. <laughs> Holy shit, that shit is pretty fucking hardcore. <coughs> All right, faders. Well, once again, definitely check out One Man Crew's stuff. You know where to go on PayPal. And if you're in Tokyo, see him on the streets. He's here, he's there, he's everywhere. And also, we do have three sponsors. The Spilt Ink, we got Mitsuya Liquors, and we've got Gamuso. So head on down to those three places and uh, buy some merch because, you know what? It hooks us up and helps us buy booze. We buy booze with all that money, by the way, so definitely hook us up. I don't buy booze with the with the with the album sales, though. Okay. No, just, actually, you never drink. Actually, this is I weird. Don't. So I just want to clarify that we're bad influences on everybody. We convince everybody to drink. Don't don't feel bad, dude. Yeah, it's okay. I don't, don't smoke cigarettes anymore. I quit three months ago. I don't drink booze except for tonight because I'm on got faded now. So got to get faded. Kind of kind of par, par, kind of par for course, man. Yeah. Dude, true that. What well, you do. Dude, thank you very much for being on the show. And wait, I'm serious. Like, we didn't read the news this week because we don't have any time. But 
Go for it, dude. Fuck it. No, no, but if you're here next week and stuff, we'll definitely read the news well, and stuff. Time? Oh, man. He's got to get going. Yeah, he's got to get going. And stuff. Well, so you want to do the news? Just, you know, do you the news, man. You got no time. time. You yeah. got time. You got you got 12 minutes. An hour and stuff, you got 12 so. minutes. You got one minute for each article. Let's, no, let's they, go. Ikimasu. Oh, okay. How, how, how about this? Are you serious? You can do this? Do it, man. Let's do it. Oh, dude. All right. Fuck it. Oh, uh, no. We'll, we'll get dragged on. How, how about this? How about this? Uh, read the headlines. Just go through the headlines. Give everybody a little bit of preview. How's that sound? You know what? The articles that you got, Tom, are really good. Why don't we just read like three of your articles? We'll just read the top three. We'll deduct those. And then next week, we'll have a full set. Yeah. Okay. Is that cool? All right. All right. So, all right. We got All right. I'm going to choose them real quick. Um, okay. All right. This one's good. Uh, They're all good. This one's dude. good. Yeah, no, good. no, no, no. But I'm picking the best. Dude, my fucking chest is starting to fucking sing. This dude fucking zinged me. He did. Dude, it's all fancy. It's fucking. It's warm. That that wasn't even a hundred percent, bro. <laughs> these are so much I don't doubt it, man. I'm not. I'm so not knocking what you do for a career. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So we've got three stories. Okay, I'm gonna read the first one. Actually, you should read the first one. All right. And I think you're it. gonna you're gonna like this one. Tom, I'm gonna read the I'm gonna whole read the second one. Read the third one, okay? A, so we okay. got three. Those are for next week. Okay. So this put is the top one. This one. No, those, those are for next week. This oh, is for okay, you. Okay, okay, so okay. they'll put those away for next week. Okay. So next week, no news. Okay. Except for those. Here so October 30th, TokyoReporter.com reported: Magician dies in fire at a bar in Nagasaki. Oh. Authorities Ooh, in Nagasaki City are investigating a fire that broke out in a multi-tenant building on Wednesday, killing the proprietor of a magic-themed bar, reports Fuji News Network. At around 10.10 p.m., emergency services received a tip about, quote-unquote, an explosion and fire coming from the second floor of a building in the Sakamoto, Sakamoto area. Sorry. Police and fire crews arriving at the scene found Shinpei Ogawa, the 59-year-old manager of Magic Theater, to have suffered extensive burns throughout his body and penis. His penis? <laughs> no way. Well, is that, is I that, just, no, I added that part. <laughs> I, was no way, I was like, no way. I, like, I burned my dick off. <laughs> no! Take the rest of my body. Take the rest of my body. <clears throat> He was taken to a nearby hospital where he died at around 8 a.m. the following morning from pain to his genitals. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this guy's a natural. Tom, you're fired. <laughs> no, no, I'm Actually, I, I was going to say, though, he's, he's got a fucking great voice for it. Why don't we just like give the news articles to him, then him read them? Yeah, dude, that, yeah. it's a fucking yeah, 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 good idea. Dude. The blaze was extinguished. Oh, pa- pass to the left. Pass to the left. Okay. Yeah, the, keep going. The blaze was extinguished after two and a half hours of his pubic hairs being ablaze. (laughs) The fire damaged approximately 340 square meters of his anus (laughs) on the second second and third floors of the building. There was a loud bang, (laughs) said eyewitnesses. I thought it might have been a car accident or a homosexual in the bathroom. Jerking off. <laughs> then flames emerged from the second floor of the building with various flying things flying outside. The strength of the flames was unbelievable, said one witness. According to the website for Magic Theater, Ogawa performed a variety of magic tricks for customers at the bar, including masturbating with no hands. <laughs> <laughs> There were no patrons inside at the time of the incident. <laughs> oh, 
That was genius. All right, story number two. He's going to be our Disney newsreader from now on. <laughs> I don't even got to make jokes for these. <laughs> Kyoto cops. Man traps woman in car. Licks her foot for 30 minutes, and she loved it. <laughs> Maybe maybe she maybe she didn't love it. Maybe maybe not say that because I don't think she did. But there's no actually that's part of the headline. No, no I'm joking. It's not. <laughs> Kyoto Prefectural Police arrested a man on Monday for allegedly trapping a woman in his car and licking her foot for thirty minutes. Jesus. Without even oh, a happy, fuck, right? she didn't even get a happy ending. A case that could be tied to five similar incidents where the suspect was known among officers as the Foot Licker Man. <laughs> what the fuck? The foot Licker Man. What, what foot, the fuck? Foot to Rickerman. Oh God. The 56-year-old suspect is charged with indecent assault for allegedly asking a woman in her 20s passing by a parking lot to help me fix my car's brakes. How does a woman like that know anything about a goddamn car's brakes? <laughs> She's like, oh, you know what? I work at a mechanic shop part-time. Uh, yeah. Whoa, well, you if, just if, took if, my high heel. Well, if, 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 if you want to talk about it, like... She had a mustache. <laughs> no, no. If you, no, if, he did. If you want to talk about it, generally Japanese people try to be helpful because they're, how do you say, very community-oriented. Absolutely. So probably some old man, what happened was some old, old man... Seemed Do you innocent. hold my carburetor, so, a.k.a. So, no. penis? Basically, they're in a parking lot. Some old man seemed innocent and innocuous enough and said, hey, um, you know, maybe could you... I, I'm trying to mess with my car. Could you maybe try and flip this switch or do and this or that? Take shoes off. And then, like, you know, yeah, then just fucking grabbed her and licked her foot a lot. That's oh. 30 minutes, though. That's a fucking marathon. Wouldn't your tongue get tired? I don't know. Well, you definitely don't do clinatorium. Maybe <laughs> maybe he was just trying to help lick the fungus off her feet. You know, you got some calluses here. Let me just take he's, care he's of got an, uh, there, there you go. He's got an antibacterial tongue. He's like, oh, sir, miss, I'm just doing you a service. Pour a little bleach on my tongue. Don't worry. Ah, it burns and burns. Now I've got to lick. Moving Let's, right along. Go for it. Let's, go to, let's skip this one. Let's go to the next story. It doesn't get better than that. <laughs> How no, that's it? very anticlimactic. But they caught him, though, right? They caught him. They caught him. They caught him. He's known as the Footlicker Man. Ooh. Here's he's a, a super villain now. Oh, actually, a B-lister villain. But I wonder if he was like a villain, what would his suit look like? <laughs> like a big clitoris or something, because it looks like a big. Nah, no, no, no. He'd have like you know some how to say foot dangliers on top of his head. Okay, uh, here we go. Like just feet everywhere. All right, time's the limit. Here we go. Upskirt suspect hurt in bungled escape after officer dozed off due to being roofied. What? No, I'm just kidding. It wasn't roofied. <laughs> Maybe he roofied himself. Who knows? Yeah, I roofied myself you know, sometimes. You know, <laughs> <laughs> a man suspected in illicit filming of a woman was found collapsed with broken bones in a bungled escape attempt that began after he snuck past a snoozing officer during questioning and escaped out the window and got his ass kicked by one-man crew in an alleyway police <laughs> on Saturday. Actually, I was just making that last part up. Police officers were questioning a 30-year-old man suspected of attempting to film up the skirt of a woman with a camera at a tourist site in Urayasu City, Chiba Prefecture. When he slipped out of the interrogation room while a 40-year-old officer took a nap on October 22nd, NHK reports. Two officers were in the room, but one left to draft papers and smoke a blunt. Whoa! Leaving, hey. <laughs> leaving, <don't> so. <laughs> leaving the suspect alone with the snoozing, snoozing officer, which then he proceeded to do a up pant leg camera 
photo shoot. <laughs> Anyways, no, uh, that's for adventure. The suspect, yeah, yeah. Like, absolutely. I think you're totally changing the name. <laughs> the sus- lost her integrity here. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Ixnay on the up ant leg pay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 <laughs> the two officers were in the room, but one left to draft papers. Blah blah blah. I already said that shit. The suspect snuck out of the unlocked room and slipped through the window of a bathroom onto stairs outside and was found collapsed shortly afterward at a school about 250 meters away. He had fractured bones by jumping from the school's roof after ingesting PCP. Police said. You actually just PCP or just make that up? I think you made, made it up. <laughs> the sus- I mean, it's the only way that makes sense. Uh, well, he just maybe just really wanted to. Well, you, you don't understand. Like, how do you say like any of those indecent assault charges? Like, your life is fucking over. But they got his name and address. They got his fucking like like card and shit. You know? Like, uh, you can't put, escape. Put, put, that. Your, put, put yourself in their position. The thing I just want to get the fuck out of here, and I don't want to go to jail. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, 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 those guys will flip the fuck out. Like. uh... Uh, it was years and years ago. I read like uh, they they had ni- uh, some nineteen year old kid. Uh-huh. They they got him. They got his information. Like uh, they had a, they held him for questioning, and what what happened? Like he busted out the like went, went, like they was in the interrogation room with windows. Big mistake, obviously. Mm-hmm. But he busted the window out with the chair and wound up jumping off the second story and impaled himself on a fence. Jesus. And he wound, he wound up bleeding to death. Why do they have interrogation rooms with windows? I don't know. I, I was going to say, like... For the view? Like, that, you that, know that, what? That, that's an obvious Because you used to be able to think? smoke in them. I don't know. Like, oh, I was like, I was like, well, that actually does that, make that, sense. That's old school, but like, you, it used to be, like, the thing. Like, how do you Mind say... Mind if I smoke? A, Open the window. Well, don't well, jump. I, I say, like, used be, <laughs> it used to be a thing, but, like, I just say you get interrogated by cops and are just fucking chain-smoking the entire time they yeah. tag-team you. Yeah. Yeah. But if you watch any other show, like, in, like, 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 The Shield or The Wire and shit like that, it's just, like, this fucking room. It looks like your bathroom, you know? It's like, there's no windows and shit. It's just, like, a room, right? Yeah. Mitsuya Liquors. Yo, what's up, faders? If you're in Asia, if you're in Japan, if you're in Tokyo, if you're in Asagaya, you better get down to... Mitsuya Liquors. That's right, for the most affordable prices in Japan, you can get over 300 different kinds of beer. That's right, over 300 different kinds of beer. And of course, they got all the shochu you need, all the sake you need, and of course, they got wine from California to Italy to France to New Zealand. They got it all. When I say they got it all, they really, seriously, got it all. There's no joke about that. So get down to Mitsuya Liquors. And if you go in there and you say, got fit of Japan, you will be more than welcome to go into their back room and drink those beers that you just purchased. That's right, got fit of Japan at Mitsuya Liquors. And three times a week, they have a sushi chef there. So get your sushi on, get your drink on, get your fade on, and come on down to Mitsuya Liquors, located comfortably in Asagaya, about five-minute walk from the station. Mitsuya Liquors. On that note, faders, thank you very much for tuning in to God Faded Japan. <laughs> we got to get out of here. Um, yes, we do have three sponsors. Check them out. We're definitely going to be here next week. Uh, one Man Crew, if you're around. Uh, we do have a lot of news to uh, get on. We got a ton of interesting stuff to talk about, man. We got tons of shit. Tons and tons of shit. Tons of uh, shit. I look forward to being back. Right. Hell yeah. We, we so look forward can... to having you back, man. Absolutely, absolutely. So if I can, I mean, if you're available, we'd love to have you on and stuff. So uh, we'll I'm definitely available. see you next week, hopefully. I'm my own boss. I control my destiny. So I say I have time. 
Awesome. All right, go ahead. Let's have one more cheers and then. Boom. Cheers. Awesome. We're out. Bye-bye, right, faders. Bye-bye, faders. Right, Thank peace. you. Love you. Peace. My little brother, a goddamn shit-sucking vampire. Oh, you wait till mom finds out, buddy. I've got a government job to abuse.